Fran, you just got off a cruise and just just chilling out. You just had like a whole chill week, didn't you? I did, but it was like four hours time difference, and now I'm jet lagged, and I'm trying to stay awake for these next two episodes. Hey, listen, I'm going to keep you awake, friend, and we have some a good question we'll play for you right here. I feel like a failure when I can't stick to a creative project. I have so many interests, it's hard for me to focus on just one thing. Rory, you don't know nothing about that because you only have one interest in life, don't you? It sounds like ADHD to me, Heather. No, it's not. Why are you prescribing them and labeling these people? You know, I went for testing once, eh? Did you just say, did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? It's hey? Canadian. Hey? You went I'm, okay. I'm being patriotic. Have you ever been tested for ADHD? No, I'm afraid that I'll get diagnosed. I, I was, when I was in class, I remember we were doing some kind of psychoanalysis testing training and the girl sitting next to me she pokes me like this when they were talking about ADHD and she goes, that's you. <laughs> you have all the signs for it. I don't know. Do you, do you have it? Did they say yes when you got tested? I went testing once for ADHD. Like I wanted to get diagnosed. I wanted, there has to be some reason why I'm a scatterbrain, like some reason why I can't, you know, I, I just can't act without thinking or why I struggled academically. And the results came back. He said, good news and bad news. The good news is you don't have ADHD. The bad news is you're just an idiot. So <laughs> he, I don't even know if he's a real doctor, to be honest with you. But the point is, anyway, I don't have it. And now I, I still, I'm a scatterbrain. So. Okay. Listen, friend, I know you're not asking about ADHD. You're asking about focusing on one creative project. But let me, let me just put something right here. Just. Are you going to say don't get ADHD tests on Craigslist? Is that what you're going to say? No, I'm going to say that I think we diagnose sometimes people with a problem when really it's a gift. I think there is a reason that some people can't sit still. There's a reason you're interested in so many projects. There's a reason you have high energy. There's a reason you get distracted. And we always look at the dark side of things as opposed to looking at the gift inside of it. Well, I agree because if you've seen that TED Talk by Emily Wapnick – no, no. She's she's got this term. She coined this term called multipotentialite, potentialite. And I looked into it like, like years ago because I, I had to figure. I had to self-diagnose myself, right? So it's like people with like many interests or many jobs over their lifetime. And she says it's a great way to live a full and rich and diverse life of experiences. I personally think, like along your lines, is like it, it's a catalyst for like creativity, right? Yeah. So it takes a certain mind to come up with weird unconventional ideas come on friend you're a gift girl you're a gift so the dark side to that is the consistency piece of course because in order to see any kind of progress with your creative projects it's nice to have a little bit of attention on it but when you're like bling, 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 how do you stay focused long enough to see traction in one of your interests any thoughts there rory gardner I do. So like the minimalist, minimalist people, they, they say like make a list of like 15 things that are taking up your time and your headspace and your creativity and then prioritize them on that list like an order of importance. And so you have this most crucial thing on top and then you just sequentially list the rest of them below. And once you have your list ready to go, you erase the bottom 14 and focus on the one thing at the top. 
I could never do that. Either could I. But <laughs> that's why we host the show. My favorite part of the show is when you're done, you're like. <laughs> that's how I finish the punchline. It's Either so could great. I. This is okay. I, I get that, but it's also really hard when sometimes you have as a creative, all these like little incomplete projects and you don't know which one's going to take off. You don't know which one you like. You don't know which one's the most important. So prioritizing that's really hard because there's so much guessing in creativity where you're like, oh, I have this idea for this over here and this and this and this. So how do you prioritize things that are incomplete? I feel like I'm interviewing you, Ori, but this is just bringing me back to therapy. I'm getting on my feels with this. I relate. I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe focus on the one thing, but like everything you still made the list of the other stuff. So it's always in your subconscious. Like I think the linear thinkers probably came up with like, take, like taxiing. I've used this example before, like taxis or carpooling, a, a linear thinker thought of that kind of thing, but then it took a creative thinker to see the opportunity in both of them and came up with Uber, right? Or it takes like, a scatterbrain person. They're like, oh, should I get a hotel or should I stay on a friend's couch? I can't make a decision because I'm so scattered. Anyway. And then that person was probably invented Airbnb. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they, they, they have everything in mind. So we, you, even if you're focusing on one thing, but even if you put it out into the universe, like I find, I just did a, my own podcast of this where it's like, let's just say you just get the first draft on paper. So that way it's out there and then just like leave it. And now it's like throughout the rest of the week, you're, you're manifesting these other ideas that you could add to it, but you can't add to anything unless it exists to begin with. There you go. There. I had a friend tell me once that he always looks at goals and opportunities and it has to have two yeses in order for him to say yes to it. And so how is this goal accomplishing two different things? And so is he even stutter? <laughs> he just says yes to everything now. No. So if you look at your creative projects, which ones kind of naturally bunch together and serve and feed each other, because then you can kind of reserve energy and thought power because you're doing similar things in the same arena. And here's, an example, like physically, I was just telling Rory that I'm, I've not been drinking for eight days now, <laughs> eight whole days. Woo! And I'm thinking about like, okay, cool. I'm trying to do this streak of how long I can go without having any kind of alcohol in my system. So with that, what are other things and programs that support that? So obviously I'm marathon training right now that helps with that. So it's going to be improving my time. I've never accomplished 75 hard in my life. I've tried it, always fail, always fail. By the way, I just failed it again. But if you're going to do like a program like that, if you're also working on not drinking and you're also training, all those goals are separate, but they all are pretty much the exact same thing. And so you can hit three things at a time because they're they're playing into each other. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You're so confused. No. You always it, look confused when I talk to you, though. No, but it makes a lot of – actually, I have – Because you. No, I just have a headache. Like, I've had a headache all day. I don't get headaches, but like I think it's sleep, sleep deprivation, probably because I, I, I watched six hours of stupid TV on the plane yesterday, and, and my cortisol levels are low. Anyway. And then you're talking to Heather Parody. You're not smart. She feels like a failure when she can't stick to a project, and if you can't stick to it, then maybe it's, maybe that's not the one, right? And the one should be like aligned with whatever purpose Ooh. you have, so... It's like the why. And so when you attach purpose to something, it's because it becomes less about you and more to who you're serving. So now there's accountability involved. It's not quite as easy to walk away from it. Damn, that was deep. It is deep, right? Deep. So I'll give you a follow-up example. So let's say 
your purpose was creating a, a system for the for children for your local orphanage. So they always had fresh fruit and produce, and and you could deliver it to the facility, right? And <laughs> you're the chosen one to come up with this system. And there is so it's, now it's no longer about you, right? It's about these kids. It's about these 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 poor homeless children. And then if you're not feeling it one day, like how easy is it going to be for you to like walk away, right? You're probably be like, you know what? Screw the kids today. I'm just going to watch three seasons of Handmaid's Tale and they can have Twinkies and brown lettuce for all I care. Once you attach the purpose to it, it becomes way less easy to walk away. I have a marathon <laughs> one for you as well. She's Heather's training for a marathon right now. I ran a marathon by accident once. All right. And it's the perfect example to lead into to what you're talking about with accountability. So I signed up for the 5K and I went, I got there early. The gun went off. I started chasing people. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm going, like, I'm like in the lead right now because a 5K is a much faster paced thing than a marathon, right? So the 5K mark comes. <laughs> I was like, I win. And no one stopped. Like, what the hell's wrong? You're in the marathon. Like, what? So what I thought was going to take 20 minutes out of my day ended up taking six and a half hours. The point I'm trying to make here is everyone asks me, like, why didn't you just quit? Why didn't you just walk away? Because it was a run for charity. It was a charity marathon. I can't just be like, oh, these cancer patients are fine. I'm just going to go back to my car now, right? So I pushed through the next four and a half hours or whatever the hell it was. And I was crippled for the rest of the week. I, had, I was in a tennis tournament. I had to drop out because I couldn't move my legs. The moral of the story is there was a purpose attached to this endeavor and I couldn't quit as a result. So what she has to do is attach purpose to whatever she is, she's working on and she'll have that as the priority. Rory Gardner, balanced artist. So all you have to do if you are struggling with too many ambitions, too many creative ideas, number one, attach orphans to your projects. <laughs> number two, run a marathon. That's it. But when it becomes about someone else instead of yourself, you're, you're, you're operating at a, from a, a different place. I think what you're getting at the root of it in the core is, and I love what you said earlier is if you keep bouncing from something to something, it's not the idea. If you go even a little bit deeper into that, it's not that you have too many ideas or that you're not supposed to be doing this stuff or this stuff's not possible for you. What is it about who you are right now and what's unsettled in you that you can't pour yourself into something and see it through? Is it that you're afraid you're going to fail at it? Is it that you don't feel like you have the resources? What is it really going on? Because there's always some kind of internal real issue there. Because if I'm bouncing, 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 eventually I've got to ask myself what the hell is going on with me. For me, it's, it's like the why, like, why are you trying to accomplish this? For me, it was like that. why I got out of music inevitably back in the day was because I was like, I got to a point where it's like, I don't even enjoy doing this anymore. I was just do, continuing to do it to fulfill some weird fantasy of being a rock star when I was a teenager. It just, I just, my life changed. So why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Sam Jones is a great example of a creative who does very diverse all the all over the place stuff and accomplishes a hell of a lot. So if you want to see an example of a multifaceted creative, and I'm sure you have more examples, Rory, look at people like that. It's possible. There's also a learned skill set of discipline in it. So it's not either or. I need to get rid of ideas and focus on one. It's how can I embrace my natural curiosity, 
but still be driven enough and disciplined enough to carry things across the finish line. I was watching on this flight yesterday, Mark Wahlberg, he's got this thing called Wall Street or something. It's like a show about how he's developing all these different businesses. And the one commonality I noticed, like he's sort of the ideas guy. He's like, oh, I'd love to do this shiny thing, right? And then he develops a team around that thing. He finds like the subject matter expert in that area and like he sort of just lets him run with it. Right. Mm -hmm. And he does that in all these other aspects. He's got a clothing company and a, and a gym and a tequila company, but he's, he knows he's not the expert in it. He's just like the creative, the idea guy. And then he allows other people to go do it. So maybe she needs, maybe, maybe the ideas she gets are fantastic ideas and you shouldn't necessarily put them to the wayside, but find a way to leverage other people good. to develop these ideas. That's good. There's a book called Rocket Fuel. If you're interested more in this, it's called Visionary and Integrator, what Rory's talking about. And so it breaks down the role of a visionary and every visionary needs its integrator. So I think that's good advice, Rory Gardner. You're like pretty much giving out some therapy today. Shoot, how much we owe you? Aren't you supposed to be the therapist in this? I'm the humor person. I'm not the, <laughs> and I'm not being that funny. So maybe I'm not doing my job either. The point is neither one of us are qualified for this damn show. That's Until it. next time.